So over the past 10 months, you 5X from a million to $5 million run rate. Correct. So this is impressive growth. Have you done this all bootstrapped or did you raise capital? Uh, no, we did it all bootstrapped. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Stefan Smolders. He's a SaaS entrepreneur and he's bootstrapped to $5 million in revenue in just under 15 months. He's the founder of the world's safest software for LinkedIn automation called Expandy.io, based in the Netherlands and also a father. Stefan, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, it's an honor to be here and uh, thanks for the, for the great introduction, uh, Nathan. You bet. Now, you rarely see LinkedIn software or marketing software branded as the safest. Usually that's like construction work or you know dangerous work. Why do you use the word the safest LinkedIn automation software? Yeah, let me tell you the story uh, behind. I, um, I'm managing multiple SaaS, uh, SaaS uh, companies in the Netherlands and one software already for more than five years and it's a very intelligent IP tracking software. It's called Lead Express, similar uh, to softwares like uh, Lead Forensics, Albacross Lead Feeder, where we can identify website visitors. Um, it's actually a nice software to have, but almost all the users of this kind of a software, they struggle with what's the best way to follow up, right? So uh, actually, I receive tons of this kind of regressions uh, 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 from people using the software uh, and what they do is that they try to pick the phone, they call uh, to the reception, hey, Nathan, it's Stephanie here, can you please forward me to the person who's visited my website? But it's actually a hard one. So after receiving tons of such kind of questions, I try to challenge myself to find a way to do acquisition on a much more modern way. And then we're talking about somewhere around three years ago. Uh, I jumped on LinkedIn and uh, uh, after pivoting, a bit on LinkedIn, it became after a lot of spending a lot of time to, to educate myself as my number one lead channel. So that was actually the starting point of helping people achieving results on LinkedIn as kind of a LinkedIn agency. So you wrote your first, did you write your first line of code for the software then in 2019? Uh, no. Uh, uh, in between. So, 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 so I think it was somewhere around 2017. 
I, I jumped actually on LinkedIn to provide a service uh, uh, in the beginning for myself uh, to, to generate leads on, on, on the LinkedIn platform uh, by optimizing the profile or uh, target audience and uh, actually outreaching people. In the beginning, I did everything manually with two left hands. I can't code anything myself and just one simple Excel sheet. After managing five customers accounts, I found out that it was that time consuming that I could, it was not scalable. So I searched on LinkedIn, or sorry, on Google, on Google for tools which could help me automate some repetitive tasks on LinkedIn. And I found tons of tools. We all know that there are hundreds of, of tools which can automate some repetitive tasks on LinkedIn from DuckSoup to Link Helper to Meet Lena to Alfred. And especially in that time, mostly of all these tools were Chrome extensions. And some of them were catched by LinkedIn as well. That means that LinkedIn is able to detect such kind of tools and they will actually flag uh, uh, the accounts who are using it. So it was not that comfortable, especially because I was managing a, a profile from C-level decision yep. makers, which did not know that. Yep. So, Steven, just sorry, just to split up the story, because again, we're short on time and I want to get sort of as many points here as possible. Mm -hmm. So you launched the agency in, it sounds like 2017, 2018. You had five clients you were managing on LinkedIn, their accounts. You were doing this manually. How much revenue did the agency do in its best month? It, 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 it's its best month, but that was later on, I think, uh, maybe 100, uh, 100K a month. And what year was that? What month? Which month? Yep. What year? That was in 2008 and 2018. Okay. And so when did you start building the software Expandy? When did you launch it? Yeah, we start building it in February 2019. We made our first GitHub registration. And we were able to run an, 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 an beta version in July 2019. Okay. So in July of 2019, you launched the beta version and how much do customers, how much do the initial customers pay you to use the software? Uh, in the beginning, uh, we did not ask any money just to retrieve and get our feedback for us to define which audience is the best fit for us. And we start with outreaching local users, which are not that familiar with using any type of LinkedIn automation but that were all people who are using such kind of an IP tracking software. And we found out in that beta that that was not the best audience for us for the simple reasons that we have to sell LinkedIn first. Second, we have to uh, 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 sell LinkedIn automation. And third, we have to educate them because they did not know what they have to send. So it was that time consuming and not scalable. So after, and I think it was, at September, we decided before we launched it globally, mid-November 2019, to focus on the global market and only on LinkedIn agencies, which had actually the same challenges as I faced when I was an agency owner myself. And one of these challenges was to do safe outreach on LinkedIn, because we all know that we're operating in, let's call it kind of a gray area, right? Yep. No, I understand um, that. So those those first agencies that were your customers, you knew very well because you were a LinkedIn agency a, a year prior. Um, yeah. So walk. let's fast forward to today and then we'll get the growth story over the past two and a half years. How much revenue did you guys do in terms of monthly recurring revenue last month? 
Yeah, last month we closed on 445k dollar a monthly recurring revenue. Okay, 40 $45,000 last month. And if you go back a year ago, how much did you do in that month? Yeah, we uh, we implement our our, our stripe. It starts counting mid-November 2019 at $0. And what were you doing in the middle, like 2020? Uh, in June 2020, we did one, uh, $1 million annual. So let's 85, 85 uh, monthly. So you're doing $45,000 a month today? No, no, 445. 400, okay, I was about to say, I thought you said $5 million run rate. So... Okay, got it. So last month you did four hundred and forty-five thousand dollars in revenue, and a year prior to that you broke a million-dollar run rate, eighty-three thousand dollars a month. Uh, yeah, in June two thousand twenty. Last year, one year ago. Yeah. I'm just trying to calculate a growth rate. So a year ago you were at a million-dollar run rate. Today you're at a five million-dollar run rate. No, in November two thousand nineteen. That's let's say uh, fifteen and a half month ago. We started at zero. Okay. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. You said in June of last year, which is yeah, 2020. But, yeah. That's let's say nine, 10 months ago then, right? It's now yes. April. Yeah. 10 you, months. You, uh, 10 you months did ago. eight, you did $83,000 that month, right. which is a million dollar run rate. Correct. Yeah. Now today you've broken a $5 million run rate. Correct. Correct. So over the past 10 months, you five X from a million to $5 million run rate. Correct. That's what I was trying to get at. So this is impressive growth. Have you done this all bootstrapped or did you raise capital? Uh, no, we did it all bootstrapped. So how did you do this? I mean, this is not easy, right? How did you get those first 100 agencies paying you to use the tech, use your technology? Mm, the first thing I actually did was finding out why people are buying from it. So in the beginning, I ran more than 700 demos in five months with only agencies myself to understand why are they making a decision to pick Expandi and not one of our competitors, to have a better understanding about how we can position Expandi. And I found out that safety is it's, it's the main topic for everybody. Uh, that was one thing. Another underestimated thing in this gray area, and let's call it a special market, is that people want to do business with a reliable partner. And a lot of our other providers, they are hiding themselves for LinkedIn. So actually, you even do not know who's behind that software. And especially if you want to outreach them or contact them or try to ask support, it's very hard. So we decided to not hide ourselves for LinkedIn, but show our faces and our team and create videos and be visible and try to provide high priority support almost 24-7 around the globe with myself and our team, of course. And I think... These two points are the basics which achieve the most success for us and the fastest growth. And only picking a niche because the market is so huge. So we decided to only go after LinkedIn agencies because we really understand what were their main challenges. And we I understand, Stephen. So, so help us understand sort of growth today. So, so this month, how many new customers will you add? Uh, I think we have two revenue streams and one revenue stream is that people can sign up straight from our website uh, and we have somewhere around 300 signups per week on our website. They are not they, they, they start trialing with the seven days trial and then we hope to convert as many as we can. 
And the other revenue stream is that we provide white labels and they are exclusively for agencies with more than 20 accounts. And we have agencies on board with more than, let's five, six, 700 accounts. Um, so on the website, we have, uh, uh, let's say, 1,000 signups a month, new signups. And uh, the other revenue stream is that we only focus on white labels and larger agencies because they are bringing more, uh, more accounts. And they grow with somewhere around maybe 10, 10 larger agencies per month. Got it. So on the website, you get a thousand signups per month. Now, as a signup, are they putting in a credit card? They're putting in a credit card, but they can cancel it uh, uh, in the trial, of course. How much does the does the trial cost, or is it free? Uh, it's free. They only okay. have to add their card, and then they can use it seven days for free. And so you will automatically build them at the end of seven days if they don't cancel. Correct. And what do you build them for? What's the starting point price? Uh, Ninety nine USD per month per okay. LinkedIn account. Okay, got it. Uh, makes a lot of sense. And how many customers are you are you uh, serving today? Uh, we managing more than ten thousand active accounts in the Expandi software, along all the user base, so including the uh, white labels. You said ten thousand total. Correct. And that's ten thousand customers or ten thousand LinkedIn accounts uh, among your customers. <clears throat> LinkedIn accounts, yeah, among the customers. And how many customers, so instead of counting the individual LinkedIn accounts, if you just count the number of customers, how many customers? Um, I think for the, for the, for the, we have 155 right labels running. So that are actually the customers. And we have somewhere around 2000, I think 1970 or so uh, 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 people who are paying a subscription on the site, but they can also manage more LinkedIn accounts, of course. I see. So it's about a 50-50 revenue split between revenue you make from white label partners versus revenue you make directly from people paying 99 a month. Uh, not exactly. It's somewhere around 60-40 at the moment. 60% white label? Yeah, we have 300K revenue at the moment per month from people who are paying straight with our card on the website. And uh, somewhere around... 150k coming from from agencies and white labels tell me about your team today stefan how many people total we have 22 people 22 and how many engineers uh nine nine engineers any quota carrying sales reps or no uh no we have uh, uh, uh only a small marketing team with five amazing girls uh, which are providing uh, uh demos yeah, that's um, that's their main job and supporting and serving our agencies and white labels. So no no sales reps. Correct. Okay, no sales reps. Nine engineers, four on the marketing team, or sorry, five on the marketing team. Uh, yeah. Their only goal there to do demos. So so again, nine engineers, five on marketing. Where's the rest of the team? What are they doing? Uh, it's in the support. Support. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. And 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 obviously churn at this price point here with these kinds of tools is critical. What was your churn over the last twelve months? Uh, I have to verify with with my co-founder Glenn. You can see it exactly in our slide, so I have to come back to you later on that. Um, it's not that bad, but since we're growing so fast, the numbers are going to be larger because of the amounts, of course. Yeah. So the I think it's somewhere around uh, 
turns and downgrades 35k a month 40k a month okay about 35,000 of churn per month yeah churn and and and, and downgrades but okay. yeah we can divide turns on different ways right yeah um, that's a lot though i mean that would be 35,000 against your $450,000 a month in total revenue i mean that's about an 8 7% revenue churn per month which means over a year you're going to churn through the majority of your full customer base yeah for example last month in total we growed with $68,000 monthly recurring uh, so maybe we go with 110 and then 40 was downgrades and churns and then 70 was the growth okay um, 40 churns. Okay. So you're saying last month you added 68,000 of new monthly recurring revenue net. Yeah, that was the end result. I see. I see. Yeah. I mean, the, the tricky part with that is when you're measuring churn on a cohort basis, you don't include new customers that sign up and start paying. So in the math you just gave me, obviously you include new customer signups. That's how you got $110,000 of, of new revenue before subtracting away churn. So We'll skip that for now since you don't have your Stripe dashboard in front of you. But let me go back to your funnel you're using. So a thousand new signups on the website per month into the seven-day trial. How many of those will convert into paid accounts at the end of the month? Mm. <clears throat> it will be somewhere around uh, 400, 380, Four. 400. Yeah. That's a lot. How do you get such a high conversion rate? Um, I think because we focus a lot on people who are already familiar with using automation right so our main lead generators actually our content strategy we have more than 14 15000 unique visitors per week on our website so most of them are coming from our content mm -hmm. and they yeah, actually are more familiar with with they they already use this kind of of, of a tool and what are you spending on when you look at your fully weighted CAC to get a new $99 a month account? On marketing budget, you mean? Or what are the actual the initial costs for, for, for the hosting? And uh, uh, yeah, we calculated that we have, I think, 70, more than 70% profit at the moment. My question is, how much do you spend all in to get a new $100 a month customer? That's actually not that much at the moment. Maybe uh, 20 dollars per account. Okay. Do you include your marketing team salaries in that calculation? Uh, then it is. If we count all the costs, then it's let's say thirty. Okay. So if you take all of your five people on your marketing team and their salary, let's say they make 5k each, right? So it's $25,000 a month in expenses there. And you divide that by the 400 new customers that you convert on your website each month, right? That's sort of one way to calculate customer acquisition cost. I'm just trying to understand when you say your 30 is your customer acquisition cost, what are you including in that $30? Uh, yeah, that, 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 that are the salaries we don't have for all areas the expertise in our team so we are outsourcing a lot of activities for example our uh, whole SEO strategy we are outsourcing that to Kulidi from uh, I, I don't know if you know from Olga 
Um, we're working with with uh, the BAMP team together to 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 help us also with marketing activities. We have a lot of content writers. So if I count all these costs together, um, that's somewhere around. Uh, For 40, 40k, 45k a month. Okay, got it. Yeah, so 45k a month divided by 400 new customers, right? That you get from your website each month. That's not including new white label partners, obviously, but across 400 customers, it's about 100, 100 bucks to get a new $100 a month customer. That's obviously a very healthy payback period. So the, the math works out nicely there. Um, help, help me understand how you go from 5 million today to 10 million by the end of the year. Where do you think your growth is going to come from? Yeah, our our growth will come from managing the company more based on data, right? Uh, we see also that we can improve a lot in 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 churns and in onboarding. So from next month, we will hire an external expert to focus more on the onboarding and and uh, for the previous three months, we start tracking why people are canceling. And why people can't move forward, for example, from the first to the second payment. Um, so I think the quickest wins for ourselves are in that area to close the door in the back a bit more. And if people are satisfied, we see, for example, now that if we can bring people from the first to the second payment, and that's also the usage challenge uh, to make it more clear for them. And if we can bring them results with examples and templates in that time period they if you can bring them to the second payment they will go to the third fourth five six and seven. understood and are you guys profitable today Stephen? are you or are you break even uh, no we uh we are very profitable we have an uh i think uh, from all the revenue 70 70 percent is, uh, is profit so of the $450,000 you did last month, you're saying you take about 300,000 to the bottom line in profit? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so last month your bank account went up by $300,000. After you pay uh, all expenses, salaries, everything, it's 300,000 yeah, extra. Yeah, cash. I think 275 to 80. Oh, it's still pretty Somewhere close. It's still pretty that's still yeah. pretty darn good. So yeah. as founders, what do you guys do with the profit? Do you pay it out as dividends or do you let it sit in the company bank account? Um, apart in the uh, company bank account, we uh, invested a lot of things in the beginning with our own money. So uh, we took that back as well. And we uh, investing at the moment a lot in, um, in new products. So we hired some additional developers who are focusing on developing new software because we rely with everything what we do on one huge platform, uh, which is not that amused with it so it can be any day the case that we have to change with them or move to some other products in the meantime and stefan what does your founding team look like how many of you are there and how did you guys split equity yeah we uh um we are at two i have two co-founders glenn and so we are with the three of us and everything is uh, uh divided uh, separately do you so you each own 33 percent of the business that's correct so you did it equally. Okay. And do you do anything since you're bootstrapped? Do you do anything with your team last year to give them a bonus? If there's a lot of profit, do you do a profit sharing plan with employees? Uh, what we, what we do is that we have a quarter bonus. It's, 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 uh, uh, along all the company. 
so we will give everybody 500 net per quarter. Um, if we reach, uh, reach the goals and we have a salary increasement of 10% for the well-performing uh, people. So you'll increase their salary 10% and you'll give them a $500 cash bonus if the team hits the quarterly goal? Yeah, that's, uh, that's correct. And what we also do, but that was before the COVID, now it's a little bit hard that every month we have a team activity. Uh, for example, we will go karting or uh, a dinner with everybody uh, who is in Eindhoven. We, our company is located in Eindhoven in the Netherlands. And most of our colleagues are there as well. Just a small amount is working remote. Uh, but since the COVID, it's a full lockdown here in the Netherlands. So it's a little bit harder to do it now. We have the idea in mind to do somewhere in July and use work vacation for a couple of weeks in a house in Spain where we invite everybody who is mentioned somebody for, for, for the company. But it's not realistic at this time point that, that we can be. That'll be fun once you can do it. Can you tell me what the what the quarterly goal is right now for this quarter? What's the goal? Yeah, that we go with uh, 35k uh, a month. Okay, so last month you did 68,000, so you're yeah. you're way ahead of that goal. So if you if the team adds another 35,000 next month and the month after, then everyone will get a 10% salary increase and a $500 cash bonus. Uh, the salary increases are per 6 months and the quarter bonus are yeah per 3 months. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's great. Do you like that plan? Do you have, anticipate changing that profit sharing plan for employees at all over time, or do you stick with it? Um, to, to be honest, when we started the company, we were just with a couple of people, less experience, and uh, we all were single entrepreneurs, solo entrepreneurs before. So it's an interesting journey in terms of educating ourselves um, how we can improve such 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 kind of things, and also to ask feedback from the um, from all the people working in in the company so such things can be changed uh, fast and Stefan before we uh, wrap up here with the famous five tell me how 2020 ended how much total revenue did you do in 2020 and how much profit uh, yeah we ended uh, 3.1 million uh, annual. And how much profit did you make in 2020? Uh, that was uh, a little bit less because it was our first year. Uh, I think somewhere around uh, 1 million. Okay, about 1 million in profit. That's great. Well, we love what you're building. I love that you're doing this bootstrap. Out of curiosity, what would you value your company at today? Um, I, I really don't know. Maybe you can help me out, but... Uh, no, I don't know either. It's all personal. That's why I asked. Yeah, it's. Uh, I put a lot of effort, time and love into it. So it's, it's also a little bit of emotion. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, yeah, it's really hard for me to say. Also because of that we operating on on the LinkedIn platform and which makes it maybe a little bit harder with all the upcoming changes and that they try to avoid spam and that we have to do smarter outreach and it's not. So I think a lot of such kind of things will affect it as well. So let's wrap up. Let's wrap up with the famous five here. Stefan. Number one, what's your favorite business book? 
Um, favorite business book is predictable revenue from uh, from Avon Rose. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, yeah, I like uh, 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 following uh, the Lemless team, so uh, uh, our French friends. Guillaume Mobesh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Um, I use actually mostly our own tool, like Spondy. Uh, uh, but besides your also, own. Yeah. Besides your own. Oh, oh sorry. Besides, uh, besides your own. Um, then I should bet on Hyperize. Hyper what? Hyperize. Hyperize. It's yeah. a personalization uh, tool. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Five. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? I'm married and I have one, uh, one kid, a boy from uh, four years. And how old are you, Stefan? I'm 37. 37. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? That I have the knowledge I have now because then I was quit my school very earlier. Guys, they launched their LinkedIn automation tool called Expandy back in 2018. Today, they just broke $5 million in revenue, profiting almost 70%. So last month, they did 450000 top line. They took 300000 in profit to the bottom line, which they're paying out as dividends and rewards and reinvesting in new products across their bootstrap team of 22 people. They finished last year, 2020, uh, with about 3.2 million in revenue and about a million in profit. They've grown 5X over the past 10 months. Really incredible growth story here. Stefan, thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah, it was a pleasure to be here and uh, uh, I wish you all the best as well, my friend.